Before starting this podcast, we invite you to get a copy of our book, 31 Days to Purchasing and Renting Your First Investment Real Estate Property. You can find it on Amazon or any other major book-selling platform. It has a unique book cover illustrating 31 doors to 31 days of your investment real estate journey. The book was written for you as a first-time investment real estate investor. What you can accomplish in 31 days will challenge and amaze you, and the return on your efforts will pay you dividends for life. Knock, knock. Who's there? Episode number two. Be influenced with our guest, Matthew Angerstein. You're listening to Vault to Investment Real Estate Success, your complete source to building a strong financial foundation, unlocking sustainable wealth, and creating a living legacy. Through personal experience and expert insight, we'll help you find prosperity in all aspects of your life. It's time to ready, set, goal with your host, W. Rick Harris. Hi, folks. Over the days, months, and years ahead, we will discuss owning investment real estate. Investment real estate is all about entrepreneurship. Owning investment real estate is running a small business. And it's important I bring on guests to ensure we don't lose sight that investment real estate is a small business. And knowledge, processes, systems, professionals, and other business resources are required to help you with your vault to investment real estate success. You know, according to uh, Wikipedia, entrepreneurship is a process of starting a business or other organization. The entrepreneur develops a business model, acquires human and other required resources, and is fully responsible for its success or failure. Entrepreneurship operates within an entrepreneurship ecosystem. The word that is missing in my mind in this complete definition and is critical to success or failure for an entrepreneur is the word action. Without action, there is no success. There's only failure. Today's guest is a true entrepreneur, an action taker. Well, folks, as I like to say, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, today's guest is uh, Matthew uh, Ankerstein. And, you know, it's one of my goals for my podcast is to bring people on like Matthew or, who are focused on small business and entrepreneurial information and knowledge. Matthew uh, is a graduate of Nate, which is the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology, and he comes from the business program. And, you know, it's interesting. I, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, listening to uh, Matthew's podcast beinfluenced.com uh, and you know Matthew uh, tells a story and maybe we'll get him to share it uh, with us is he tells a story about his first entrepreneurial uh, venture uh, which when he was a, a child and uh, started a, a business venture at one of his uh, grandparents garage sales so that was mm-hmm. a pretty cute story uh, Matthew <laughs> later in the show maybe we can uh, get you to just yeah. uh, talk about the bit I met Matthew through a mutual friend and, you know, I've been listening to a ton of podcasts. It's, it's, uh, uh, I've been listening to podcasts for a long time. And the only thing I, I didn't ever have access to or didn't even know there one existed. So, you know, like Matthew's like the Bigfoot of Edmonton. And what I mean by that is I'd never met anybody who was a local podcaster in the Edmonton area. So 
through a mutual friend, I was uh, able to find out about Matthew and also find out he was he had a show and uh, it was um, he was doing it extremely well with it and uh, building blisters and it was, it was great. And I was so happy to meet Matthew because you know what <laughs> his guidance in Matthew. I, I'm not sure if I've said this to you before, but you know your guidance has been awesome and 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 it's really helped me get my uh, podcast launched. And one thing about Matthew is, and I, this is this is how great of a coach he is, and you know maybe mature beyond his years. He actually has known I've had a couple of setbacks in trying to get my podcast up and running. And he, he's never, never for one moment uh, judged me because of my setbacks. He's been really a true podcasting professional. Mm-hmm. And, and I really appreciate that, Matthew. And yeah. the, the other thing that I love about Matthew's show is he brings on, the you know, really neat people that are, are either uh, entrenched in a, sm- a small business already or are trying to get a small business up and running or have the entrepreneurial uh, spirit, and they're looking for a little direction. I think Matthew's able to to bro- provide yeah. some of that, and, and it's it's awesome. You know, investment real estate is for for people who run really. It's it, investment real estate's a small business, and you certainly need entrepreneurial uh, qualities to to uh, to get into the investment real estate um, business. And you know what? I, I just want to take the time to welcome Matthew to the show. And uh, Matthew, if you could just fill in anything that you feel I've missed that would be important to share with the audience, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thanks, Rick, for having me on the show. It's greatly appreciated. Yeah. Like, honestly, like that, that's an incredible introduction. Like, just hearing that myself, I was like, wow, like, you know, I'm only 23 years old and turning 24 in, in May. And, um, just a lot of the things, I guess, like I've learned from other people and, um, the experiences that I've gone through just really like, I don't know, like I never really like took a step back and just kind of like heard it out from someone else's perspective. Right. And like, I just feel really proud about it, I guess now, like I hear it and I'm really glad that like, I've always been able to really help you out in your podcast and career, Rick. And it, it feels really good knowing that like, you know, you're on the track to doing the right things and everything, right? So, I appreciate uh, that. And I, again, I really appreciate your guidance. Yeah. Um, I liked how you mentioned about um, my first venture as a child at the garage sales. Um, we could dive into that now or like however you yeah, want to go. No, that's this. great. I mean, give people a real sense of, because again, that's one of the reasons I love to have people <laughs> like you on the show is, is this whole, you know, being involved in small business and having an entrepreneurial spirit seems to go back a little further than most people think. And maybe, maybe by you telling the story, maybe some people will realize, Oh, you know what? Maybe I am an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I think that like everybody's an entrepreneur, like at the end of the day, right? Like I think like, and, and not like in the sense of like, massive business owner slash entrepreneur. I mean like somebody that could pick up like a side hustle or something like that to like make a little extra money on like evenings and weekends. Right. Right. Um, and so like my first venture that I ever started and I think I was maybe like five years old back in the day. And I think like everybody can maybe like relate to this or maybe you have your own version of this. Um, but I remember like growing up as a kid, my grandparents accumulated a lot of, 
I don't know how to say this, but like we grew up in rural Alberta and we accumulated a lot of junk. Let's just like let's just put it that way. We accumulated a lot of junk that they would go around shopping on Saturday and Sundays and accumulate all this stuff. And then every year they'd have a garage sale. And I remember growing up as a kid and just like walking through the garage sale and just thinking to myself like, man, like everybody's buying stuff for my grandparents and my mom, and my dad and all these things. And like my mom made an extra two hundred dollars this weekend. And I saw that. I was like, that's really cool. And so the next year that they had the garage sale, I kind of thought to myself, like, if everyone's buying stuff from them, I'm sure they'll probably buy stuff from me, too. Like, right. Like, I'm, like I'm a young kid. I'm cute. Like, I, I should have no problem making sales at my parents, grandparents garage sale. So, um, yeah, I think my mom lent me like 20 bucks and um, she lent me like 20 bucks for me. It was 40 dollars. But we essentially went into town and we bought a couple cases of pop. Um, my uncle, my my uncle and grandpa at the time they owned like a meat shop business. So they had a bunch of coolers. So we used a bunch of those coolers, filled them up with ice and just put pop in them. And we essentially, I just set up like a table in the garage sale and I set up, uh, just a little stand that said selling pop a dollar a piece. And by the end of it, I couldn't believe it. Like my cousin and I, we made like 33 bucks at the end of it. And I remember I went to go back to go pay back. Like, I don't even know if I did this or not, Rick, to be honest with you, but I think I went to try to go pay back my mom. Right. But maybe I didn't. Now that I'm thinking back to it, I was like, maybe I was like a really bad entrepreneur where I didn't pay back my investors. Well, I don't know. That's a good, uh, you know, cost of goods formula. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. I mean, like, I, I was just stoked that I made 33 bucks that garage sale weekend just selling pop. And I think I sell chips the next year or something. I think I sold pop and chips the next year. And I think I made like an additional $10 or more. I made like 45 bucks instead of like the 33. But now, did yeah. Did you get your mom to pay for the chips too? Yeah, I can't like to be. I don't remember, man. Like, I think so. Like, I and, but and you ate some of the profit. I'm I'm gonna guess. I think I might have snuck a couple of chip bags in there, probably. Yeah. So <laughs> good for you. Good for you. Well, you know, folks, I, I mentioned earlier that Matthew's podcast and website is is uh, beinfluence.com. and you know, Matthew, I, I've always loved the name, and uh, maybe you could just tell us how did you come up with the name? How were you? How did how were you influenced to come up with the name, and what's the purpose behind the name of your business? Mm -hmm. So, like, there's kind of two parts, right? So, a lot of people when they say be influenced, um, there's two parts. There's the influence part, and then there's the be, I guess. And so, I'll kind of just break those two down itself. Great. Influence is influence is pretty simple, I guess. Like, everybody's been influenced by somebody at one point in time in their lives. Um, like for myself growing up as a kid, like I always looked up to people like Bill Gates and I remember always like reading about their stories and like how they became successful, Steve Wozniak, Steve Jobs and all these guys. And I was really just fascinated by it. Right. And for everybody, it's a different story, right? Like a lot of people grew up and they idolized their parents because they saw that they were role models in their lives and they were doing good things. And maybe your dad was a business partner or a businessman. And, you know, you grew up idolizing him because you saw that, like, he had a good lifestyle, he made good money, or, like, whatever the case is, right? And so I think that's where, like, the influence part came. And then regards to the B, so the B stands for business entrepreneurship education. And essentially what we do is we just talk about, you know, the everyday people that are going through the trenches, people that are building a mindset for, you know, really just wanting to move their lives forward and have that control over where they're going, I guess. Um, so I guess we're really like more or less a community of people that are really like pushing for like 
like Rick, like we're recording this right now at it's quarter after eight o'clock at night, and most people would be probably like watching like Netflix or like chilling and stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Sure. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, what the what the what's the big needle moving project or like what are you working on tonight that's gonna like push you forward in the next year, two years, right? And so I think that's really what B influence is all about. It's really about. Um, bringing forth different stories and entrepreneurs and people that are, you know, trying to push themselves forward and be willing to work at eight o'clock at night and share those people's stories. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, I love, I, I, I love also the education part of it because, yeah. you know, that, that's a big part of what's going on. And I know we're going to talk about that because, uh, you know, I know you're up in your game here again, and I'm, I'm impressed with that. And so I know we'll get into talking about that more. Sure. You know, the other thing I'd love to have you do is I I remember that listening. Now you know I've listened to every single. I think I think you're at number thirty four now. So I've I've listened to every single episode and some of them two and three times. And mm-hmm. uh, and I I still keep coming back to that story about the bee and and what it represents. Can you just give the audience a little flavor of of that whole story yeah. about the bee? Yeah, so, like, when I first thought about, like, building a brand, I guess you'd say, like, I guess, like, I thought of, like, what do I really want to talk about? And I just thought about business, entrepreneurship, and, like, educating people on that. Because, I don't know, like I said, like, I was reading so many books and all these other things. And so I kind of, like, wanted something to really symbolize that. And what I wrote noticed was it was just um, business, entrepreneurship, education stood for B, so B-E-E. And so I thought, oh, well, it'd be cool to have a little logo with like a bumblebee, right? With like a little dollar sign with honey dripping out of it. <laughs> and um, I think like from there, it was just like the bee was really like a symbolic representation of like the people that we bring on the show, I guess you would say, Rick, because I don't know what you guys, but like I guarantee everybody's like had an experience where they're out riding their bike or maybe they're on a walk. And there's always the honeybee or the bumblebee like buzzing around them and they're like almost like afraid to get stung and whatnot. Right. And like honestly, like I don't know the last time I ever saw like a bumblebee take like time off. Right. And that's kind of really symbolic of like who our audience is and who's really coming on the show is that like the people that we have on the show aren't taking time off. They're people that are constantly busy. They're people that are constantly like trying to push themselves forward. So. Yeah, You know, it's interesting you should say that, Matthew. I never thought about it, but I was listening to one of your podcasts the other, other night, and you were uh, interviewing a guy, and, he, and you guys were doing this about 10 o'clock at night, and you guys yeah. were kind of chuckling about it. And I thought, interesting. And then I thought back, you know, like uh, uh, this is uh, about my guests, and I've got uh, um, podcasts that I've interviewed, and every single interview, the person I've interviewed has been at night. And so they, yeah. they've had, they've been hard at work and they've taken some time out of their busy schedule. I've taken time out of their, maybe their relaxing time and, yeah. and they've, and they've shared their story and, and why? Because they just so, they're so passionate about what's going on in their life and what they'd like to share. So pretty cool. So that's what, you know, people, when you're listening to pod, just remember most people who doing the podcast as a host or your guests. Uh, you know, like they're passionate about their their whole life, and uh, I think it all comes through. So, speaking about passion, I uh, for our audience, why a podcast to drive your business? Enlighten us a bit on that. Well, okay, so like 
when you think about like growing a business, I guess you would say you have to think of like terms like how you're going to like move it forward, I guess. Right. So there's people that use multiple different strategies. I mean, like, um, 20 years ago before like the internet, everybody used to be trying to get on like billboards throughout the city or like bus stop, like benches and other things like that. And, you know, advertisers made a lot of money advertising those spots out to businesses that were willing to pay for them. Or there's the newspaper and the radio, right? Right. And, you know, with the whole age of social media coming up and, like, pay-per-click advertising through Facebook and all these other platforms that have emerged as a result, you know, it provides business owners and entrepreneurs a lot more opportunity on how they want to scale their business. And I think podcasting is just a really unique opportunity because, like, you know, with like the modern age of the internet coming, more and more people being able to get access to the internet, you know, there's just more and more people that are listening to podcasts as a result. And where do people listen to podcasts? They listen to them in their car. They listen to them while they're at work, right? And it just, it's more or less like more and more people are just listening to them. And I think like with when we advance more as a society where we have high Wi-Fi hotspots in our car, we can listen to podcasts more easily. We're not streaming them off our phones and burning data. And so I guess you would say, Rick, like why a podcast? I would say that like overall in the last 10 years, podcasting has been growing. I kind of saw that trend. And I think that like voice itself is going to start blowing up here, especially in the next five years. I think you're going to see a lot more. And I think you're seeing a lot more today, even with like um, Amazon Echo and a lot of different things. So I think, I think it's just a really good natural progression of like how people can get to know you one. And then it's a good opportunity for you to, you know, just really spread your message through the internet. Like I had a guy reach out to me yesterday. He was from Texas, like in Oregon or something like that, maybe down, down in the States. And he found my podcast on iTunes and I was, he messaged me and said, Hey man, like I love the show, blah, blah, blah. Just curious to know what about this link that you referenced on one of your episodes and i was like man like this is so cool like this guy from texas or oregon or wherever it was he found my show on itunes and i was like that's incredible like you know what i mean like that like that has leverage and that has scale i didn't pay for that for him to listen to my show or anything like that he just happened to come across it on itunes right and so like i think like in terms of like when you want to scale your business really like understand like why people are coming to you um, what expertise do you provide and then how can you provide them with knowledge about something and how can you make it more personalized right. to that potential customer? And I think like podcasting is a way to do that. Well, and it's interesting you should, you should, uh, mention that. Cause you know, I, like I said to you, I've listened to all your podcast shows and you know, they certainly been great for me. And the thing I've loved about it is, you know, you've had a ton of variety. You've had people from, uh, all over Canada, the United States, which is which yeah. is darn cool. And I'm just curious, maybe you can share with everybody. Is kind of take us back a bit, and uh, let's let's go on a little little journey in a sure. ta- time machine here for a second. Take us back to your first podcast show, and yeah. and then bring us forward to your current podcast show. Just just kind of fill in the dotted paths. I know it's kind of curvy, but take us on that journey a bit, just so people understand, uh, you know, what goes on behind building a uh, a following and a, and a, a listenership. So, yeah. Um, so, like, I guess you'd say, like, the whole idea for my show began in like 
I think it would be like probably October, November of 2016. And I guess like I wanted to like start like bringing forward cool people stories about like, you know, entrepreneurs and people around the city and people that are out building out a grind and stuff like that for themselves. And, um, you know, I started planning out my podcast in October 2016. So anyways, I had like this idea for the whole show and everything and I started moving forward on it. I was in school at the time at Nate's. And I was in my last year of school, and I wasn't really too sure what I wanted to do after I left. I kind of knew that, like, internet marketing and other things like that was something that, obviously, like, I really wanted to get into, but it wasn't something I was 100% certain on. And I thought that, like, building a podcast and a blog would be a really good natural segment into that kind of space for when I wanted to enter the job market. And so, um, yeah, in, like, November, December of 2016, I invited my good friend named Nicholas Malcolm to my apartment. I said, Hey man, like I know you're running this social media management business. Um, and I know that maybe like you're looking for a little bit more extra promotion, other things. I'm starting this podcast. I don't know how like I'm going to do it and everything yet, but, um, why don't you come by the apartments? We'll chat for half an hour. We'll just talk about you. Like everyone, I just want to like share your story, I guess you'd say. Um, and we'll just kind of go from there. And when I recorded that, like, it was hard at first, right? Like, I didn't know, like, a lot of times, like, what my questions exactly were going to be for Nick. I didn't know, like, how I was going to base it, like, if you said this, how am I going to respond and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, it was kind of nerve-wracking, I guess you would say, at first, Rick. Um, but I think, like, the big thing was, like, when I first got started, my first couple of episodes, it was really about just, like, pushing the envelope forward and just really breaking down my own barriers that I was setting for myself. Because it was a challenge, right? Like, I... like. Starting a podcast or a blog or starting anything you want to do in your life is never an easy task. Um, but there's a lot of obstacles that you have to overcome. And whether the, it's obstacles that you set for yourself or external factors that are placed on you, then, you know, you have to get over them. Absolutely. But anyways, to keep going on that note, I invited Nick close over recorded. And then I just published it out there. And on my first episode that I released in the beginning of January of 2017, I got like a hundred downloads on it and I couldn't believe it. I thought to myself, holy crap, a hundred people. It's like a hundred people listen to this. And I was right. like, this is insane. And I guess that really just motivated me to keep going at it. And next minute later, I, I met a guy from um, down the States from Florida named Michael Finch. He was a network marketer and we just, I made a YouTube video with him just talk about like some opportunities with network marketing and some of the soft skills that you needed. And then I started inviting other people in around the city of Edmonton. Um, Blaine Wahlberg, who runs a promotional marketing company, Gavin Fedorak, who started press sandwiches and love pizza. Um, and then just down that line, it kind of just went down this journey where I was inviting on uh, YouTubers who had 145,000 subscribers on John Sonwell's from Simple Programmer. I invited on Brandon T. Adams, talked with him about his journey and getting started in with a business called Arctic Stick. And now he's a crowdfunding expert uh, working with like John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire and Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. That's pretty cool. To, yeah, right. And yeah. so like, you know, through that whole journey itself, like when I first got started, I never thought myself like, holy crap, like I'm just going to uh, like, I guess it, intentionally I wanted to, I wanted to interview those types of people. I really want to interview high quality guests in a lot of ways. Right. So yeah, I think like it was an intention, but I didn't realize like how fast it could really come. And there was a lot of things that I had to learn about, like how I recorded my podcast, how do I make them sound better? Um, what kind of environments do I need to really optimize that process? 
and a bunch of other little things like everybody goes through. So yeah, it's just, so it's you, been a journey, so, obviously. Yeah, obviously you've been through a lot of things. Is there one, is there one aha moment you had on, on this journey? Is there one thing that you said, Oh my God, like it, it just was something special for you. And you thought, you know what? I'm on the right track. I need to mm-hmm. maybe, maybe make a little left turn or right turn, but I know mm-hmm. I'm on the right track. And, and we're going to talk more about, about that. But sure. what, what was that aha moment for you? My aha moment. Well, okay. So like, I'm always like analyzing, like, I guess like what I could say, Rick, is I'm always analyzing like where I'm going and like what I've done. Right. And whether or not like I'm going to get where I want to go. And one thing that I really learned recently, like in the last month is the importance of like niching down when you're building out like an audience itself. And, um, it's something that like, I never really like thought about. I just thought when I first got started, I'm just going to start talking with everybody, start talking with all the entrepreneurs and everything. And I guess like really like my big aha moment was really realizing that like you can't interview everybody at the end of the day. You have to really niche down in terms of like who you want to talk to. And like if it's in your regards, it's talking with people that want to buy real estate, right? And they want to buy as a real estate investment. And you know what? And it is Matthew, but it's always important. And that's why I have guests on like you uh is for, for everyone who, who comes into the investment real estate, uh, to put it in their portfolio, it's important for me to, for them to know that they are actually starting a small business. And mm-hmm. so it, it takes a certain uh, set of skills. And that's why I have uh, people on like yourself so that they know yeah. that those skills are um, duplicatable and that they can be successful. And I can show them how to invest in real estate, but the business mm-hmm. end of it, that's where I, I, I love to have some guests come on and, and talk about that side of it. Totally. And like for you, Rick, like obviously like, you know, if you brought on like an accountant or like a financial planner that could talk about like, you know, different financial strategies when buying real estate and stuff like that, that obviously adds value to your audience. Right. So sure. I guess like for me, like, I guess like the big aha moments would just happened recently in regards to like really niching down and really becoming clear with, who you want to serve, how you're going to serve them, and, like, what's your message. Um, but before that, I guess, like, my big aha moment was really, like, the importance of consistency is another lesson I've had to learn. Because, like, when I started, po- like, after five months of being consistent with my podcast, I left school and I started to go on different job journeys and job market hunting. And I left for Saskatchewan to go door-to-door sales. And when I did that, it took away from the podcast and it kind of like hurt my growth in a lot of ways right. because I wasn't consistent with it. I didn't have access. Like, it was very, very difficult to record the shows the way I wanted to in a different province. So, yeah, like there's been lots of different things. I would say the niching down and just the importance of being consistent with your efforts is the biggest aha moments and, I would have to you say. Know, I'm glad you mentioned that because that's, you know, my po- my podcast show is up on investment real estate and, and taking everyone through uh, and making them realize that, that, that everyone has the ability to buy whether mm-hmm. it's one property or a hundred properties. Uh, everyone has that ability. It's just, if you, you've never had um, exposure to it, it, it makes it difficult and, and it always seems bigger than it really is. And it's just like podcasting, you know, when you first start out and I loved how you told the story, you know, you, you got your first, you know, 
interview and and you, and you were feeling a little funny and a little off and and you mm-hmm. know, but that's you know what that's part of the growing uh, uh, to make one successful and I've and I've noticed that in your interviewing style you know you you definitely uh, have a lot more confidence in your in the way you uh, interview today than you did on in show number two or three so uh, so you know definitely I, I you can see that and then like you said focus so um, you know I want to pick up on that. Uh, because I, I know we've talked about your journey and, and, and now you're at a, uh, you're, you're at over 30 shows. Uh, I know that you're doing something, uh, you're drilling down your, uh, skill set, um, uh, even more. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I wouldn't mind, uh, I know, you know, I know you're changing your business model a bit. So tell yeah. us what from, you know, from when you first started to now, what, why that change? And, and maybe, uh, just tell us about, uh, you know, what you're doing now and where you're headed. Sure. So like, um, just to be like, okay, so like, I'm going to approach this in terms of like being like brutally honest with myself here. Um, and I think that's going to like serve a lot of value because like, for me, like, I'm going to really like, kind of like shake the ego a little bit here and I'm going to really like be honest with myself. Um, because like, I think it's really important to have these self reflections in terms of like what you're working on. Is it really providing the results you need? So, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about like the kinds of guests I was bringing on the show and everything and like the high roller coaster that I was on and everything like that. Um, and then I just fell off the train a couple of times, not being consistent with it. Right. But through a whole year, uh, 16 months, I think it's been now for running a podcast I kind of looked at my numbers the other day and I was just like, man, like I haven't really like the podcast hasn't really grown that much in terms of like on an episode by episode basis in terms of like a amount of downloads in the scene. Um, I guess like I'm gaining more reach across like the country, I guess you'd say in terms of like more and more people are like calling and inquiring, which is good, but it wasn't really like the kind of growth that I like I'd expected when I first got started. And I'm a big believer in like if something's not working, you have to like dive deep into it and like find out like what the root problem is and find a solution that's going to fix it. And when I started to do that, I really just kind of like to realize like, you know, I have to really become more specific in a lot of ways to what I want to do. And by being more specific and creating more specific audience, you know, it's, it's kind of like that whole idea of you just need a thousand people to, build your tribe and I think like when you niche down a lot more and you're very more specific on it it's a lot more easier to get the thousand people because people are going to be able to find your content more easily compared to if you're basing around a broad spectrum right Um, so I guess you would say Rick like to answer your question it was really more or less about like just really being like brutally honest with myself and saying myself the growth that I want isn't happening. Why is it not happening? And let's find a way to fix it. So I think that's the best way to really say that. Okay. And you know, it's, it's interesting too. I have to tell, I think I told you this story and <laughs> it's, it's really, really actually cool because it, it was you um, drilling down. We'll talk more about your, your, sure. your, how you're growing your, your uh, podcasting business. And it was interesting because, Matthew has taken, uh, like he said, he's, he's niching down. He's going to be more focused. 
And we'll talk more about how he's doing that. But one of the things that Matthew did was when he made this decision to uh, focus more on podcasting and helping people actually learn to podcast. And, and oh, yeah. what happened is you sent out a story and I happened to be in, in that email that you mm-hmm. sent out to, to your audience and, and you mentioned me and you mentioned that you were helping me and you mentioned the, the episode that I was on. And I think I told you, I, I actually have that episode on my website and mm-hmm. under guest podcasts. And, and I've been on a couple of podcast shows and yours is one of them. And what was interesting is I saw a big bump in my numbers Um because and you don't you won't see that because I got a hold of my uh, technical crew and they told me that uh-huh. uh, you don't you don't you don't see the numbers that are the downloads I'm getting onto my website onto your website so uh-huh. that which was interesting but what was really cool is I just did the percentage it was a 19 percent jump in one day to the uh-huh. listens to the downloads and it was just that one email that you sent out so as so you could tell that people were thinking, oh, like, so you re- you definitely resonated with your, with your audience from, I'm just giving you the, what the signs mm-hmm. I saw, cause I couldn't figure out at first I couldn't figure out why did I get such a big bump? Like what happened? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I realized it was, it was from your email and you encouraging people to go back and listen to my episode, mm-hmm. which was, which was really neat. So mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get too far ahead of you in terms sure. of your story. T- t- take us to where you're at now, because you're you definitely have, have are are taking it down to uh, to another level. And like you said, you're niching down. So tell us tell us what you're doing. The last couple of weeks has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like I'm still kind of going through that process, Rick, of like really being more and more specific on like niching down and who I want to serve. Um, I guess you'd say so like, you know, going through that journey of like not being consistent with myself and just being more focused um, towards the latter part of the year end, I guess you'd say I got a job in Sure Park as a digital marketing specialist. And that really just really helped me get my feet back underneath me I guess you would say from the roller coaster that I was riding on for the longest time um but from there I guess you would say like in terms of like the podcast I felt like it was just a lot more easier to you know once I had that foundation built out for myself I could start building up my podcast a lot more and feel more confidence and not feel like I was a chicken with my head cut off running around in a hundred different directions trying to fix everything at once right so I guess you'd say like so like obviously like this has been a long journey to get here today but I think, um, what am I doing now? I guess I'm focusing more and more on helping other people become focused on podcasting um, and really utilizing like a lot of the meetup groups that I run and organize today. Um, because I think podcasting, like I mentioned before, it has a lot of great opportunity coming up. And for a lot of entrepreneurs, I don't think a lot of people really like understand like how much it can really impact your business as a whole. So I'm really focused on like helping more and more people get involved in podcasting. Um, so I actually just published a free guide on my website. If you guys want to go check it out, it's at beinfluence.com forward slash the be checklist. You can just go under, it'll be under the resources page. You guys can go check it out there. 
excuse me. And um, essentially, it's just a checklist that walks you through everything you need to know about getting started podcasting. And I know, Rick, like maybe you can attest to this, but I know when I got first started podcasting, I started like reading online, like what kind of microphone I needed, what kind of software do I needed, how am I going to record my shows, what's the best way to record them. And I guess you would say like this checklist is really just gives you all the different options that you need in order to get started podcasting. And, you know, instead of researching on end for 10 hours, I just give it to you the 10 options and you can go look what you want for yourself, right? right. At least you're not having Absolutely. to find it. You just, you just know what it is and you can go find out how to implement it. And it's very so, important because like you said, you can spend hours and hours and get more and more confused. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? Folks, I, I am telling you this because that's I I had I I was going to launch my podcast show last September. Here we are; it's now going to be April. Uh, so to, September two thousand and seventeen. It's taken me six months to get to launch it. And part of my problem was all of the things that Matthew's talking about. And the most difficult thing was audio. I just never felt comfortable with. There's so many different options. Yeah. how to record the audio and uh, Matthew you're aware I mean I went out and bought equipment I did this I did that it's it's not that difficult but I think I definitely found out how to make something fairly simple difficult and um, so yeah. Matthew's giving folks he is he's giving I've, I've looked at your checklist I love it and uh, it'll mm -hmm. really help a right. lot of people just uh, just to get at it. And I wanted to mention one thing, because this show is about you, not about me, but I have to tell you the power of podcasting and helping one's business. Mm -hmm. I uh, also did a uh, podcast show a couple of months back, and it's on my website under my guest podcast. And it's on vacation, um, buying vacation rental property in Canmore, Alberta and, and Banff area. Anyways, I actually uh, was a guest on this, show, the, this podcast show. It has had over 5,500 downloads, which is yeah. blows my mind. And I, the only reason I tell the audience this and tell you that is out of that, I actually had two, and you might say, Rick, only two out of 5,500. But guess what? I had two couples reach out to me and hire me, and I ended up with contracts that totaled over seven thousand dollars in business mm -hmm. um just f and guess what i mean i gave my time to the guests to the interviewers and i was the guest and they just and they sent you know they had a following and it went out and and people reach out to me pretty powerful stuff mm -hmm. so i just mentioned that because you know you i know you're tr you're 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 talking about helping people get going in podcasting what's the power of it well, I, you know, you could probably tell us stories too about the power of it, but I just wanted to share that with you. Yeah, totally. And I think like, that's the big thing, right? Like, I think a lot of people don't really like realize like, okay, so like Rick, like it's amazing that like you had like two paying clients come out of the, like two people out of 5,000, right? Like that's, that's awesome. Um, and like, like really think about that, like two out of like 5,000 people. And it's like, it really just shows like, okay, so you had paying people, but what about like your brand exposure itself as a whole? How much did that, how many more people, you have 5,000 more people that just heard Rick Harris is in the business of talking about real estate investments, right? So like, think about it this way. If you have like a book coming out or if you're a 
bookkeeper or if you're a real estate agent or if you're a dentist. Like if you have 5,000 more people know about your services and you had to show up on a podcast for a one hour interview, I mean like like you'll see yourself sign you up for that service any day because that's a good ROI on your investment. So I think podcasting, like I mentioned, it's just a really good way to scale your business in that regards, right? Absolutely. So. And you you and I have talked about this. We talk about it on the show. You know, I mean, I I, I was attracted to podcasting because I, I've written a book. Uh, it's That's a longer journey than I ever expected, expected mm-hmm. it to be. And you know what? I mean, part of it was uh, was being able to to raise your social media profile and uh, you know through podcasting I can't think of a better uh, platform uh, for people to use so what, whatever they happen to be like you said focusing in on yeah and so like let's just think about this for a second here too out of two out of five thousand people that's equated to 0.04 percent of like a sale to conversion rate. Now let's just say hypothetically that you had that episode now had 50,000 downloads. Right. At 0.04, that means you would have 50,000 times 0.04 2,000 paying clients. Or sorry, 200 paying clients. Right. 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 Right, like at $3600 a pop. Yeah. Do like, the math on that. Yeah, it's it, it can scale quickly, right? So absolutely, absolutely. So so that's kind of the bottom line, I guess you would say. If like people are looking to get involved in podcasting, I mean, like it's a really good way just to really scale your business in terms of like brand exposure and potentially build out sales, I guess you'd say, right? So right, right. and so just just explain a little bit about um, like I know like because I've been watching what you're doing and and. Uh, very excited for you. And I noticed that you're going to run now. I, I may have this wrong, but you can correct me. Are you mm-hmm. running your first ever webinar tomorrow night? Yeah. Um, so the webinar is on March 22nd at seven o'clock at night. It's just basically a webinar that really talks about like how you can leverage podcasting in your business and whether or not a podcast is right for you. So yeah. Right on. And you know what, folks, just so you know, because I've actually watched uh, several webinars, a lot of times I can't make the live webinar, and I'm sure, Matthew, you're going to do the same thing. Uh, Matthew will end up posting the webinar on your website. Is that correct? Yeah. I. Um, it will be available upon the website for about two weeks, I'd say, Rick. Okay. Um, the only so reason that, I mention that is because yeah. by the time this episode comes out, we'll probably be into uh, the middle of April. And uh, so yeah. I, I was just curious on, on how long you'd have the webinar available uh, to, For sure. to your audience. One thing I'm looking to do is if people are interested, even if you can't make the webinar um, or if you can't get access to the replay, I guess you'd say in mid-April, I would just definitely check out the YouTube channel at Be Influenced. Um, I'll be probably able to post the webinar in there and just kind of like share with everybody really, I guess, my journey in a lot of ways and uh, how you can use podcasting to scale your business. Fantastic. Fantastic. So, and, oh, sorry, go ahead, Matthew. I was just going to say, like, I'm really bad at math because when I just did like the math for two over 5,000 and then I did for over 50,000, I mean, it was only 20 paying clients. So, yeah, like, but, but I guess you would say like you can, you get, I hope everybody gets the point though, right? So, <laughs> I'm, I, no, no, I'm glad you did the math. But no, listen to this. I mean, th- those clients are paying me um, $3,600 uh, for a contract. 
and I've got two of them. That was $7,200. So yeah. you know what? Figure that out. Times, you know, you um, take the 3600 and you times it by 20. Now you're talking about $72,000. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who who wouldn't mind having $72,000 as part, and I'm talking only part, of your income through the year? Totally. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So, so Matthew, I'm also curious on... You know, you've, you've really been very generous in sharing your story. You've, mm-hmm. You know, you've taken us to actually you've taken us into the future a bit because we know you have a webinar coming out tomorrow night. And I definitely yeah. I'll be definitely uh, in there. I registered and I'm going to watch it. I'm really excited about it for you. Yeah. So what's what's the biggest challenge or what's your real challenge moving forward for yourself? Mm. Uh, in terms of just like building it, uh, like in terms of building a podcast trick or like in terms of what, I guess you'd say, I, I guess the whole thing is, I know you're trying to, to niche down onto mm-hmm. uh, educating people on podcasting. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, and again, I don't want to assume this, but I'm yeah. assuming that you're going to continue to bring on entrepreneurs and small mm-hmm. business folks, and you're going to interview them on your show, but you're also mm-hmm. going to educate people in podcasting. So, so what's the real challenge for you moving forward in terms of like, wh- what is it that you want out of this, out of the podcasting education? Okay. So I guess you'd say like, in regards to like what my future is, I think like I have a business partner right now where we're looking to build an e-commerce business on the side to um, on top of like the podcast and blog and everything like that that I got going on. I guess like the biggest challenge that I'm having is um, knowing where my time is best suited, I guess you would say, Rick, like right. really like, like every single day, like I, cause I work a, a full-time job. I go to work from nine to five, I get home around six o'clock and then I usually work on the podcast or the shaving business or, you know what I mean? Like I work on, I'm working on stuff till like 11, 10 o'clock, 11, 12 o'clock at night on most right. nights. So I guess you would say like, I'm really like, my biggest challenge is really just optimizing my time and really trying to get the most out of it when I can. So, you know, like you said, I mean, this is this is all kind of developing it in itself, right? Your whole podcasting business, and and it's really hard to tell sometimes what's going to actually happen um, until mm-hmm. until you get yourself immersed into it. And you know what? I mean, taking on your first webinar, uh, pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. And, but you know, what's the result of that? I'm sure you have some ideas of what you'd like, but at the end of the day, yeah. you're never quite sure. Correct. Totally. I think like you always have, like with any business, I think you always have to like try new things and you always have to be like willing to be willing to fly, fall flat on your face and ask yourself like, when I try this, does it work? And if it doesn't like, what can I change to make it work? Right. Um, so yeah, I guess like, I think like the webinar thing is really something like I'm really excited to be start tinkering with and seeing how it can really impact everything else. So good for you. Good for you. So, uh, before we sign off, can you tell people how to get a hold of you? Just go through that again. I'll definitely have it in the show notes and, uh, and share that with everybody. But if you can just tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Yeah. So, um, first I want to just say like, thank you so much rick for like obviously like having me on your show and everything like it's it's really greatly appreciated um pleasure i'm 
I feel blessed, honestly, to be on your show. And like, I like, I really love that introduction and everything. Like, it, it feels amazing. Um, just hearing those kind words and just like, really just like puts everything in perspective. So I really want to just say like, everybody that's listening, I say like, like, make sure that you subscribe to Rick's show. Um, the biggest thing, like, make sure that you subscribe because like, like we're recording this right now and it's almost nine o'clock at night coming up. And I mean, like Rick doesn't have to be doing this for you guys. He's doing this because he wants to help you. And I hope everybody gets that out of this conversation that this is just really a genuine conversation with two guys talking about things that they're working on and, you know, like a mindset that like you have to have when you're starting a business or when you're buying real estate. Right. For sure. For sure. Um, but if you're interested in following me and what I'm doing, I would say you can check me out on my web on my website at beinfluenced.com. It's B-E-E influenced.com. Or the best way to get a hold of me is probably on my Facebook page at Be Influenced. And you can just message me on there. And I usually get back to you within within an hour, usually. So yeah, those are probably the best two ways. And I know I know you've got things that you're doing. You mentioned it a bit. Uh, you know, this whole podcasting educational part that you're now focusing in on, maybe just tell people again where they can go and see the checklist. And you know, when I looked at the checklist, you did a super job, very professional. I'm always amazed. Thank at you. How, how, you know, it's just, it's just beautiful. So people yeah. da- go, go to Matthew's website, download it and, and go through it. If, if you're interested in podcasting or even if you're not. Have a look at, at the job he did, putting it together yeah. for you. Yeah, it was definitely, it took a long time to do it. It was it was probably about like a three-week job. I guess I would say it was more like a two-month job to really get the whole thing in motion and get it completed. But you can go to beinfluence.com. Um, under the resources tab, you'll see, it'll come down. It'll say Be Her Checklist. Click on there, and then you'll have a page there that says right on there, download the Be Her Checklist. Just uh, once you scroll down just a tiny bit, Click it, and you'll be able to download it right onto your desktop. So, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. And, you know, the last thing I want to say to you is I don't know who designed your avatar, but they did a hell of a job. Looks awesome. Looks just like you. If you were in the avatar world, maybe you can get an avatar or two coming out. My avatar? on Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, yeah. I know. I know, Rick. Like it was incredible. I was like, man, like this is this looks amazing. So Yeah, good job. Good job. Anyways, folks, you now now all I wanted to do was get people more interested in going to your website and seeing what we were talking about. So Matthew, really appreciate your time. I, I know you're uh you know you got a full time job, you're a busy guy, and I appreciate uh you um coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Rick. All right. You take care, Matthew. You too. We appreciate you spending your time with us here on Vault to Investment Real Estate Success. For more insight on today's discussion, as well as show notes and strategies on how to purchase your first investment real estate property or multiple investment real estate properties, be sure to visit vaulttoinvestmentrealestatesuccess.com. We look forward on each episode to helping you build a strong financial foundation, unlock sustainable wealth, and create a living legacy. But until then, ready, set, go. Go.